Welcome to Travel Time. Today we're going to talk about the Disneyland Resort and our stay there. We stayed at the Disneyland Hotel when we went out, and this is part of our trip that we took where we went to San Diego and Joshua Tree and then up to Anaheim to visit Disneyland. My husband and I had been to Disneyland before, but my sons, it was their first, most of their first trip. And we, we decided to stay in the Disneyland Hotel the last time my husband and I went. And I'll do a separate kind of trip report on this one. We had stayed offsite, but we, if a lot of you know, the hotels offsite at Disneyland are very, very close. We were in walking distance from the park and it was, um, we had a great time at that hotel, but we just decided we want to stay on site partially so that we could take breaks during the day if we wanted to, if it was too hot and partially so that we could get the extra hours um, for some of the rides that we thought might have a longer wait time, particularly Cars Land. And so we basically stayed on site for those reasons. And we ended up at the Disneyland Hotel. Check-in is in the main tower, the Fantasy Tower, but we stayed in the Adventure Tower. The Adventure Tower is the tower that goes along the pool and is also next to the downtown Disney Pass. So basically the Fantasy Tower and the Adventure Tower are the two closest to downtown Disney and therefore closest to a shorter walk over to Disneyland Park. There is another tower, which I cannot remember the name of, but I have not stayed in that one. But it's a little bit further walk away, but is also a little quieter from what I understand. Some of the things that are kind of neat at this hotel, they have an interactive headboard on the beds and the bed plays when you wish upon a star it doesn't do this all the time but there's a switch that you could switch and it does like a little fireworks show with the lights and plays when you wish upon a star and that was kind of a fun thing to have when I read about it I was worried that it was something that just like came on at night and (laughs) like I was like oh I hope the kids aren't flipping that on all the time but we didn't have any trouble with it the rooms are a really good size for four they average about 400 square feet some are a little smaller some are a little bigger but it's a nice size, especially if you have two bigger kids. Um, they also have a mini fridge in each hotel. So if you bring back leftovers or you need to store something in there, it seems like they come with every room from what I understand. We had a pool view room for this day. And so we had a great pool of the, pu- of the pool, but we were um, high enough up that the noise in the pool didn't carry into the room so much. So we were pretty high up. I can't remember what floor we were on. But generally, when I'm facing a pool, I generally try to be a little higher just because I don't want to get a lot of the noise if you're trying to rest in the afternoon. But so anyway, it's, it's always my fear. With some pool rooms, it's not quite as loud, but some of them it can be pretty loud. It was a really good location. One reason, because it's close to downtown Disney. But the other reason was because breakfast, um, we had breakfast at two different places when we were there. I believe we were there a total of... I want to say three nights. And our one morning we had breakfast at Tangaroa Terrace. And I believe we might have had breakfast there twice, but it's a little restaurant right next to the pool. And it's right next to, I believe it's Trader Sam's, which is more of a bar type area. And most of the breakfasts were pretty reasonable. They were between $10 and $15. Uh, we gave the Tangaroa toast a try. It's a French toast with kind of a bananas foster over it and whipped cream and bacon. And the boys tried the American breakfast, scrambled eggs with sweet potato hash and pineapple, a pineapple wedge. They also had some good grab and go locations for breakfast. So they had some like muffins and some orange juice and things like that, that you could just grab. We went in and got food and took it up to our room because we got it pretty early in the morning. 
and took it up to our room so that we could eat there. My husband's not as early a riser, so he uh, was getting ready while we went and got breakfast and took off from there. Another morning we were there, the boys and I went down to Goofy's kitchen and um, let dad sleep in for a bit. And in the build, it's in the building with the convention center. So it was almost directly across from Adventure Tower. And if you were walking down, like from where we were, you could actually just kind of go past Tangaroa Terrace and into the next building across. It was, um, they have an old Tomorrowland Speedway car right out front when you walk into the convention center. And that was pretty cool. The boys liked that. The other thing I liked is the characters are not the same kind of characters. So we go to Walt Disney World a lot or have gone to Walt Disney World a lot. There's kind of the same crew at most of the breakfasts. And there were characters at this breakfast that I not only um, rarely see in the park, but are definitely never at um, the breakfast that we've gone to. So Goofy and Jasmine and Chippendale, obviously there are a lot of times at at, um, character breakfasts in Florida as well. But we actually got to see Aladdin and Baloo. And here's what I liked about this. A lot of the character breakfast, unless you go with, the, unless you have the Fab Five, which is a pretty good mix of kind of boy characters and girl characters, a lot of them are very um, girl character heavy, we'll say. Um, this was nice because Aladdin and Baloo are both very relatable for boys. And so it was nice to have some kind of male characters coming by the table that weren't necessarily the Fab Five. That was a nice change of pace. So we enjoyed that. And I would say if you've gone to a lot of character breakfasts in um, like Walt Disney World, this is a good one to try if only for that because you can have so, a little bit more face time with some characters that you don't see as often. The food at that buffet is a standard Disney breakfast buffet. There's really no difference. It's pretty much the same stuff you would find at Chef Mickey's in Walt Disney World if you go there or any other Disney breakfast buffet other than maybe Akershus. Um, there's an omelet station, which my boys were always thrilled about. They love omelet stations. They had Mickey pancakes and waffles, of course, sausage, bacon, eggs. Um, they had more than just scrambled eggs. They did have eggs Benedict with some, which some breakfast buffets don't necessarily always do. Um, fruit, muffins, yogurt. They even had, I guess, goofy signature special or whatever. It's peanut butter pizza. I did not try that. But it is there. So we enjoyed that experience. And I would, I would say it wasn't um, nearly as crowded and hectic, but we went pretty early in the morning. So it might get more crowded and hectic through the day. But we did enjoy it. And I would recommend going there. The prices are standard breakfast buffet type prices, um, which means there's an upcharge for characters. And um, so, you know, that is what it is. It's there for pretty much any Disney breakfast buffet. The pool was a nice pool. We had a, there's a slide for the kids that they enjoy that they enjoyed. We took a couple of afternoon breaks um, to swim because of heat and swam in the evenings a bit, which was nice. They do also have, as I mentioned briefly, early entry for Disneyland hotel guests, and they call it the extra magic hour. It's basically an hour at the beginning of the park day at a different park each day, and so not all attractions are open. But kind of the most popular might be, so for example, Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, Star Tours, Cars Land, those might be open. Other entire lands of the park might not be. So it does give you the chance to kind of go in and get on a few early attractions before they get really super busy. And as I mentioned, we arrived from Joshua Tree and got checked in. We decided to give the kids their first glimpse of Disneyland that evening on late afternoon, mid-afternoon got checked in and settled and then 
headed over and figured we could grab a bite for dinner in downtown Disney or Disneyland at some point. And it would be nice. Basically, our strategy was we can go over to Disneyland if it's really super crowded tomorrow. Um, we can still get some rides on in. And so that way, if there's some rides that are too busy for us to get on the next day, we've already done some. So we're kind of ahead of the game. We're very, uh, very into rides, so to speak. So that was kind of our plan. We went in and one of the things we did was ride the Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, the boys had wanted to get the driver's licenses that are there because they're not; those aren't available at Walt Disney World. But the machine was broken that day, so we didn't get those. And did some of the other things, explored the Tomorrowland, Buzz Lightyear, and some of those kinds of things. And we it basically just allowed for a nice low-key evening in Disneyland. So we had a package deal where we had, I think it was a three or four-day pass with our hotel room. And so we had the day anyway, and it actually kind of reduced the price on the other days. And we we didn't really look at it as having wasted it by going in late. We we enjoyed the time we had there, and I think it was worthwhile. It was um, nice to kind of just go in, relax, knowing that we were going to be back the next day. On our first full day there, we rode the monorail into the park and had a full day in Disneyland. And I will say, if you have not been to Disneyland, it's very easy just to walk back and forth between Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. So you can very easily park hop, so to speak. So if you want to do something in Disneyland and maybe go over and catch a parade or a show, it's extremely easy to do at Disneyland. But we, we spent the whole day in Disneyland because we there was so much we hadn't seen. And we did go to the Indiana Jones Adventure Ride first. I, As I mentioned, I've been to Disneyland only one other time before. And the time that my husband and I went together... It was, um, that was broken, so we weren't able to ride it. So that was our first spot, both because the line gets long and also because we hadn't ridden it and I really wanted to see it. So we, we went and did a lot more in Adventureland. One thing that we experienced was Jungle Line at Disneyland doesn't have Fast Pass and the line is super long compared to Walt Disney World. It doesn't usually get quite that long at Disneyland or Disney World. And no fast pass, like I mentioned. We waited about 40 minutes, and then right as we were within about 10 minutes, it broke down. And so we decided to chance it. We waited it out, and we ended up starting up again. So we, by that time, so many people had left the line that we basically walked on. Um, one perk of Disneyland is most people don't want to wait in long lines because they get to go there all the time. There are a lot of locals there, so they'll leave the line if it's going to break down, And whereas we just kind of stuck around. That said, I wouldn't have... I mean, it's not... A ride that I would normally wait that long for. We usually don't wait more than about 15 minutes for it at Walt Disney World. Um, so it's fun, but I don't know that I would do that again. We ended up riding Pirates as well. Um, that was not a bad wait. It moves really fast, of course, and um, we enjoyed the longer version, which um, the boys first time. We, uh, My youngest is not a huge fan of Space Mountain in Florida, but we did try Space Mountain in California as well because the setup's different where you're side to side rather than front to back. Still was not a fan favorite for him, but they did both love Gadget's Go Coaster and they rode it so many times. So they rode it maybe twice on the first day we were there and then we went back another day and it was the day we were going to be leaving after we left the park. And so my husband was packing up the car and was going to meet us back in tune, uh, in the tune area. And they wrote, they must've ridden it like six or seven times. And it was hilarious. They would just get off and run and go do it again. And it's kind of a silly little coaster, but they had a blast doing that. <laughs> and they were older. So it wasn't even just kind of the kiddie aspect of it. It was fun. I will say one of my favorite things about Disneyland is the food is so much better. 
um, than the East Coast the Walt Disney version, it's really stepped up a notch and you can get so much more than your typical burgers and fries and stuff like that. One of the places we ate was Bengal Barbecue, which was probably my favorite just kind of quick service stop at Disneyland. They have different kinds of meat skewers and they do have a veggie skewer as well. They're super tasty. So you can order a couple of them or like a couple of the same one or a couple different ones. And they also had like an asparagus spear that was really good. So those I highly recommend. We ate dinner one night at Big Thunder Ranch Barbecue. The food there was terrific. Um, I will say it serves family style at picnic tables outside. And it was plentiful and I just thought wonderful. The dinner is followed by kind of a sage show with sing-alongs. It is, that is gone now, I will say. They've replaced it with the Star Wars land. But honestly, I wish they would bring it back somewhere because it was a really good, um, just a really good experience. The, just enjoying the food and the picnic table atmosphere and everything. It, it was sort of similar to the Hoop-de-Doo setup, but the show wasn't as elaborate. And the, but the food was really similar, um, except for being outside. That I don't know, I just had a, little, a lot of fun at that restaurant. We also ate at Hungry Bear um, back on the dock. We sat on the dock after getting our food and enjoyed kind of having a snack or a lunch there and watching the boats go by and things like that. It's a really nice atmosphere. Plus, it's a little away from kind of the hustle and bustle because back on the dock, you're looking out over the rivers of America. And there's not as much crowds walking by constantly and things like that. So it's kind of nice to just kind of get away for a moment. Some of the other things that um, we enjoyed, we checked out the Storybook Land Canal boats for the first time. And those had luckily a short wait because we thought they were really fun, but I don't think they're worth a long, long wait. Uh, My son... One of my sons especially loved the tiny dioramas about the movies and seeing the little tiny figures and stuff like that. I definitely don't call, think it's a must-do unless it's like your first trip to the park, but it is a fun little thing to see. The boat is not, um, I don't remember it being terribly comfortable for larger people. <laughs> I mean, for like adults and things, but it was fun. We did do the Matterhorn too, and my oldest loved it. He is a huge roller coaster fan, and he... We all rode it together and he wanted to just keep riding it. So he rode it a couple more times, even solo. And um, just love that roller coaster. Another day in our trip, we um, the, we went over on the monorail again. And the boys actually got to ride up in the front car on the monorail, which um, they'd never experienced that at, at the other parks and really enjoyed that. And I, I like one thing I like about Disneyland, too, is there are still characters just kind of walking around the park, which you don't see anymore. At most, at least the Florida parks, they usually all have scheduled times, and it's very rare to see a character walking through the park and just stop and talk to, like, kids that are hanging out. My youngest son and I were walking through an area, and all of a sudden, Peter Pan walked through, and he walked right up to my son, started talking to him, and they had probably a five to ten minute interaction where they were kind of talking and laughing and signed his autograph book. And it was just super nice. There was no long line, no waiting for the turn to talk or anything like that. It was just kind of a really honest interaction. The boys also did jetty training in Tomorrowland. Um, That was lots of fun. We have tried to do Jedi training a couple other times. And one time, my oldest in Disney World over at um, Hollywood Studios got 
picked for it, got trained for it, and right as they were walking up to the stage, it started pouring down rain in true Florida fashion. So he, um, they got to go to this special area where they got to meet Vader, but he never really got to do the Jedi training thing. But this one, they both got to do the Jedi training piece, and there's a huge stage that they do it on in Tomorrowland. One of them, one of my sons ended up fighting Darth Vader, and one ended up fighting Darth Maul. They had lots of photo pass photographers there, which was nice because they got some really great shots of the boys up on stage and hanging out with Vader. We also um, spent some time going through downtown Disney while we were there. I will include and some talk about our time at Disney California Adventure on the next installment of Travel Time, which should be in a couple days. So until then, have fun and happy travels. <laughs>